two, one. All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? We're back. Episode three, the fight cast. We got Jake and myself. We're going to be reviewing this past weekend's fights. We had four for four. I'm pretty sure it was a fifth fight, but I can't remember which one it was. But uh, four for four, we called. Well, Jake called the three boxing matches. I called the UFC fight. Um, what'd you think overall the weekend? And what'd you think of the fights overall? I thought they were really cool. It was the first time I got to see the guy you were talking about in a way fight. He was filthy. Um, the tank and cruise fight was good. Hall versus Silva was lackluster, but we'll talk about it. But anyways, what were your thoughts? Uh, I, it was pretty much what I expected in all of them. Um, the, even though the anyway fight, was pretty much anyway just dominating for yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the five rounds. Um, it was exciting just because of the way that anyway fights. Yeah, I mean, it was like from the opening bell, man. Like just the way he moves, like he he, he moves his feet with explosiveness. So it just oh, looks. It's, it's visually, um, it's aesthetically pleasing. Like yeah. to a casual fan, you look at it and it just looks like this guy's about to hurt somebody. You know what I mean? So. Even though Maloney didn't really do anything, it was an exciting fight to watch. Um, I was laughing the, the whole time because Timothy Bradley was like, he was like, oh, I'm not sold on this in a way guy. And like yeah, from the beginning, yeah. and I was like, I was just thinking of you. I was like, he literally doesn't have, has no idea what he's talking about. That schmuck <laughs> said that it was a 50 50 fight going in. <laughs> the, the, the pre fight, he was yeah. like, yeah, 50 50 fight, man. It's like, dude, what, what are you watching? <laughs> And then he talked about after he was like, uh, like at the end of the fight, he's like, I'm sold. He's like, he's one of the best fighters I've ever seen live. And I was yeah. just at the beginning, I was like, I don't know what you were talking about at the beginning, but this fight wasn't even yeah. coming close. Brad Bradley is not, he's not a good color commentator. That's why he's on top rank and he's not on anything. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's weird because like, it's, I mean, they do have a kind of a good mix on that, on that panel there though, because Andre Ward is yeah, very articulate. And he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Like when he starts talking about like a guy's like a certain skill that a guy's ha has, he knows how to break it down for a casual viewer. Yeah. Timothy Bradley just blah, 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 Timothy blah, Bradley blah. was like, he had this one point he was talking about uh, in a way. And I was, <laughs> I forgot about this until you said that. But um, he was like, he's like, so, you know, both the fighters, they got uh, fast and slow twitch fibers. And in a way, just he's got more fast. Uh, twitch fibers <laughs> just like, you literally have no idea what you're talking about you're just saying shit and then like yeah. I, I got what he was trying to say but it was like the way he sounded he was saying it just sounded like an absolute moron <laughs> just had no hey, idea what he was talking listen, about listen i i mean like, timothy bradley was a you know hell of a fighter to watch um but i the dude should not be talking it, it's listen it's like when they get like ex-football players to be commentators for football games. Yeah. And you could tell the dudes had just been like mashed potato brain. <laughs> yeah. Beating the head too much. Cause they started talking like, dude, what, what are you saying? Yeah. And that's the way it is with, with Timmy, Timothy Bradley. It's like, Brady, he's not, he's not very good at speaking. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that fight was exciting. The, uh, the Usyk and Chisora fight. I only got to see, um, the highlights and I saw two full rounds, but it was what I expected. Uh, Usyk just boxed the shit out of him for 12 rounds. Mm -hmm. um, Tank and Santa Cruz. 
the six rounds that uh, it went or the five and a half or, or whatever it was, or almost full six rounds. Um, yeah. Cause he knocked him, knocked him out with like, I think I was in the sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is what I expected. Um, Tank got hit a lot more than I've ever seen him get hit. Yeah. Uh, and that's just because Santa Cruz is a volume puncher. He throws so many punches. Taller and longer. Uh, he was able to, to, to get to him. Um, and Tank with his, his, his rock back and his pull counter that he was trying, couldn't always get out of the way mm-hmm. of the range of Santa Cruz. So he got hit a lot. Uh, <clears throat> at, but in Santa Cruz showed, he had, he had a, the reason I thought it would go 12 is because Santa Cruz does have a good chin yeah. because up no, point, clean. he took some clean. heavy shots, but that one he got caught because he threw that straight right three times in a row and he caught him the first time tanks had, you know, snapped back. Mm-hmm. The second time he caught him, like it brushed him up like the side of the cheek. And the third one he threw in a row. Then again, he threw these three punches in a row tank slipped, and came underneath the two and and just caught him with that just killer. His head was like boom, and he just yeah, dropped. man, and and put him to sleep. So, um, it, it get exciting fight up to that point. I I like uh, Tank's strength is obviously his power punching, but his his counter punching and I mean that that's how he ended the fight with a perfect counter punch. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna break down those fights a little bit more. Um, cause I think there was a lot of good in both of them. There's a lot of cool stuff to see, um, reviewing the, the Hall versus Silva fight, that fight, we'll get over that quick. Cause that was a boring fight, but, um, they both were first round was terrible there. I think they both threw, I think they threw 12 punches within the first two rounds, um, of combined. Hall versus Silva combined uh, UFC, UFC. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying combined to get, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, no, each, each, punches? I think oh. each. Um, but that's still really low. And Silva was just, he's just an old, he's old. He shouldn't have been there. Cause like Hall was, he's just like a phys- more physically imposing and he's just a better version right now. Maybe not overall, obviously, but like just right now. And, uh, Silva got touched up towards the end. Like it was just like, you know, th- they didn't throw a lot of punches and early on it lasted f- I think it was four rounds, but it only lasted four rounds because Hall didn't do anything for the first three and Silva didn't really do anything for the first three. But like as soon as Hall got tired, as soon as Hall turned it on and like caught Silva clean, he dropped him twice and then it was just over. Um, Silva shouldn't have been in there. And Dana White said that too. There was a couple press conferences post fight and Dana was like, I shouldn't have let him go out there because if he was against somebody who was like a volume puncher, he would have been fucked. He would have been dead. Like he just wasn't a, you know, um, you know, and that was one of the things that I predicted was that like Uriah Hall is not a, he's not a bad fighter at all. And he's had some really good wins and he, uh, they're both stand up. They're not like ground and pound type guys. So they're not going to go down. So it's all just about who can hit who and Hall's a really good puncher. And they both had really high um, like connection rates. So like when they throw punches, they land them. Um, And again, they both are kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Hall's more of like a power puncher, but like they're both like accurate punchers. And when he started to land, he landed and it wasn't, it didn't take long for him to just like drop Silva. And that was it. Like he hit him in the third round. I think he dropped him like right before the end of the third round and the fourth round, he just came out, hit him 
dropped him and just beat his face in and that was it. Um, it was a bad send-off for Silva, I'd say, because um, that was supposedly his last fight. He's got one more fight on his contract, but, like, Dana doesn't want him to fight. So he was like, I'm not going to let him fight. So if he wants to fight somewhere else, that's up to him, but he should never fight again. Um, he's 40 – I think he's 45. I thought he was, like, 42. He's 45 fighting in the UFC. Like, I, that's that's crazy. And, like, trying to take that punishment from someone like Hall is just not – it's not feasible for a very long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it was just a boring fight overall. It wasn't really anything great. Um, there were some good fights in the beginning. Um, but other than that, it was not, you know, it was on and then turned off to go to uh, Inouye. But um, that Inouye fight, he is special. He's a special fighter. He's uh, He's got fast twitch muscle fibers. <laughs> he uses them better. Just ask Timothy Bradley. He'll yeah. tell you. But right from the beginning, I was expecting – like, I, you told me he was good, and, like, I got kind of confused a little bit because I was listening – because I'd never seen the other guy fight, and I'd never seen Inouye fight. Um, and then I heard Bradley say, like – he said it a couple times, like, oh, this could go either way. Like, Maloney's got some skills here. And, like – and uh, early on, Inouye was in – you know, they pointed out that Inouye doesn't move his head well and that he gets kind of um, lazy at times with it. And he got hit like once or twice, but then like after that, it was just done. Like it was just literally like he just took over. He was just speed and power. He just overwhelmed him. Yeah. And it was just like from, and then as soon as he started finding it and he started like connecting with Maloney a little bit more, Maloney got like backed, backed up, backed up. Then he got fucking shelled the first time. I think he got dropped twice. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So the first time he got fucking destroyed. And then the second time was just that beautiful just <laughs> right to square of the face he just drilled him and yeah. just, it was just and both counter punches too like yeah. he, the first one was a check hook um cut he, he caught so in a way was uh, a check hook is you know you throw the hook while you're pivoting away or but so it's basically like a, a defensive punch mm-hmm. right He's punching and moving away so Maloney threw his punch and he caught him, ow, like backing up a little. Um, and that was more about, like, obviously you could tell he's got the power, but that was, again, it was more about the timing. Like he yeah. caught him when Maloney was exposed because he had just thrown a punch. Um, the second one was a counter punch too, man, but it wasn't even like, so what he did was the pull counter, right? Like Maloney was throwing his shot and he was pulling back to, to pull all the way away from it. So normally you'll let the punch come all the way in. You'll pull all the way back and then come back as they're retracting their hand. Right. Mm-hmm. But the way that he did it, he caught him. Like it was a, it was like a, a little fraction of the pull counter. He like the, he, the punch started to come out. And as it came out, he like pulled back slightly, like a little twitch back and came as the punch was still coming out. Well, I think he just so saw again, it. It was a timing thing. Like, as he was coming in, the force of his own face coming in with his own punch, he got caught on the way in. So it was like it was like a car accident, right? Two cars coming at each other. And uh, I think like beautiful. he, yeah, he did. What were you gonna say? It was it was just it was beautiful, it was a beautiful counter, beautiful. Yeah, punch. and I was gonna say like every time it seemed like, like he had an answer for literally every single punch that Maloney was throwing. Like every time Maloney threw something, he had something right back. And like I think he just saw him really well, and he was just answering every single you know punch he threw and every attack he had he was just there to answer it he had some type of response to it and he was always hitting him he was always hit no matter what he always found the hole to hit him or at least threw something that like messed up his uh like his punches or just his like 
his base and just he just took it to town after that and he just like erased like whatever advantage Maloney may have had if there was one. Um, but like as soon as he started very yeah, very, yeah. very accurate. Like his everything that he threw landed on target. Yeah, and like he was one. And like I said, in a way, it looks like a just overall like a really solid like all around fighter. Like, and he doesn't, you know, he's got power that you don't usually see at that. Well, you know, you do, but like at that weight class, and then like he's got speed. He moves well. Obviously, he's probably got to work on his head movement a little bit because he was he wasn't getting hit hard, but like he was getting touched a little bit. And he like the second, he shouldn't have been. Yeah. Hit. And like this guy, you know, obviously Maloney's not probably a bad fighter, but like he was, you know, this is something, this is like a build up fight, I'm assuming. Um, who else is in his division that like would be like a next fight? I, I, I think he would ma- have to move up to like 126 um, because I, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's got, I think anyway, has two of the belts. At that division, or maybe he's got three. Yeah, oh yeah, he's got three because he, yeah, he's okay. So he said, that's right. He said after the fight that he wants to go get the fourth, um, and then he was going to look to move up. Um, so I think going to one twenty six um, is probably the best thing for him to do because he's got he's got the power to carry him up to that next weight. Um, but then you got guys again. Leo Santa Cruz is a natural one twenty sixer. I mean. Um, Santa Cruz was talking about maybe retiring after, but I mean, that would be something like Santa Cruz goes back down to his natural. Hey, um, uh, Lomachenko, Lomachenko is yeah. a natural 126er. Yeah. I imagine that in a way, I mean, in Lomachenko, that, that would be sick. Um, but again, I don't, I don't know that Lomachenko wants to go. I think Lomachenko would wants those belts back at 135. Um, but I think the best thing for any way to do, um, would, would it be to go up? Because he definitely has the power to carry him up a couple divisions. Because um, to be honest with you, I don't really know a lot of the names at 120, to be honest with you. Uh, I know that dude, uh, uh, Chocolatito is at 120, I think. But I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, not sure. Yeah. Um, but next for Tank would be Lopez, right? I mean, it should be, but Mayweather said that he wants to have, wants him to have one more fight at 135 and then fight Teal. Um, and I, I, think that's, I think that's one of the best fights in boxing, period, at any weight that could be made is Tank and Teal. Yeah. Um, right, right, uh, just right here, right now, first reaction is that I think Teal wins that fight. Um, but I, I think, I think that's the fight to make, man. That would be a really exciting fight. That would be, I mean, those are going to, those are like the, you know, those are the fights we want to see. So hopefully they can come about. Ryan Garcia was calling out tank. Um, but it's like Ryan Garcia is good. He's got, he's got fast hands. He's got some power, but. Ryan Garcia is one of those dudes like, and I'm sure working with Canelo and, you know, having Reynoso as his, his trainer now, he's got, just going to get better. But what, what I've seen up to this point, he wouldn't last in, in, a, in a fight with Tank because yeah. he gets hit too much. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how his chin is because he's fought bums up to this point. Yeah. 
but he's not taking one of he's not taking tanks punches like he, he he's taking other guys punches so um i don't know who they would have tank fight in between the to fight um because again like i said i don't i don't think that they'd go for ryan garcia i don't i don't think that's a do you think they do a lomachenko rematch no huh? a lomachenko rematch who but, uh, Lopez? Well, they, they said they, they don't want it. So, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, um, again, like I, I I said this last week, I think, that I think that for Tio, he's going to probably wait for that tank fight, then move up to 140. Mm-hmm. Then those 135 belts will be vacated, and that Lomachenko will come back and – Probably fight one or two fights and then fight for those vacated belts at one thirty. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you know, looking forward at that, that's exciting. But like, just looking at in general, um, I didn't know that Leo Santa Cruz said he might retire. But you know, he's. I mean, we were talking about that last week too. Is he's like just an overall good fighter. So that's, you know, this was like a really good match overall. I I think that um, it was a lot better than like the knockout says because i think that cruz was having his moments there too and he was throwing a lot of punches and he was like like you said he was hitting him a lot too i think that if it went 12 rounds it would have been interesting because i think that uh i don't know davis is conditioning that well and i'm I'm sure it's great like it's it's better but like um santa cruz is kind of like known for that endurance and just like being able to throw those punches so it would have been nice to see a 12 round fight and see if like the volume would have caught up to Davis or if he caught him slipping a couple of times, but that right hand was. I, honestly, I, I think it would have went the way that I thought it would go when I predicted it, that it would have been a, a decision for tank. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he would have countered him enough with enough significant punches that he would have won the fight off of that. Um, Cause a lot of, I mean, the problem with volume punchers is that a large percentage of those punches that they're landing don't do shit. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of touching up, touching up, and then bang, bang, and a couple power shots. Touch up, touch up. You know what I mean? Whereas Tank, most of his shots, he's countering in. It's wow, 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 like really solid power, significant shots. So I just think, like, over time, it probably would have looked like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They would have caught him. I think the fight was close up to that point, but you could see uh, some of the heavy shots that Davis was landing. Mm-hmm. Um, off of those counters, you know what I mean? Yeah, I had it back and forth. You no, know, he was he, he hit a little mouse over his eye again. He got caught with a lot of lot of punches, but I don't think any of them were really significant. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think they no, were. No, definitely, and like especially for someone like that, this is probably like a really good confidence booster for uh, for Davis because not that he like we talked about this last week, he hasn't not fought anybody. Like he's definitely fought some good people, yeah. but like this is one of those people that's like, all right, you know, like this is a good test. This was kind of like a step in the right direction for being like, all right, like if he didn't have the confidence before, which I'm sure he did because he's got the people in his corner, but like just kind of standing up to a guy like Santa Cruz, who again, isn't a, you know, he's a good fighter um, and being able to take him out like that, <laughs> like in that type of fashion um, is definitely because, you know, that's all I read most of the time or most of the fight after was like, no one, you know, no one was expecting him to get dropped like that. Like that wasn't supposed to be, how the right. fight was it was more of like a longer like you know like you said santa cruz is going to throw a lot of punches davis is going to try to counter him basically the entire fight and then you know a 12 round decision was where a lot of people were headed but um 
yeah, it was, it was a good fight overall. Um, and I think that boxing had a good night because I think that uh, they get more things like that. It's obviously going to, you know, they've been doing well and like they need to get more of those types of like big ticket bouts and where they can have, you know, I haven't, I don't even know the last time I was like, besides like the Wilder Fury fight and obviously some ones, some fights in between, but like I, you know, this was something that like I was actually excited to like watch and like hear about. And like, it was a good fight too. And a lot of times the fights, like, you know, like UFC has been having some fights too, where it's like, you know, those are really exciting. And then they're just kind of like, Bleh. you know, they're just like not great fights or not great matchups, but the matchup has been really good in boxing. Um, so this Usyk character, I've never heard of him either before you talked about him last week. Um, you watched that fight, right? No, no, I didn't get to see it because it was. Oh, out didn't? Okay. No, yeah. Um, what wait? What so, weight division is he in? He's heavyweight. Okay. He's, he's actually he's a natural cruiserweight though. Um, but he was just just destroying everyone at 180, so he he moved up and I think he's I think Saturday was only I want to say his third fight maybe at heavyweight. Okay. And now they're they're talking about him in line to fight for one of these belts at every weight. So Joshua Fury, somebody. Cool. Um, so that'd be awesome. I mean, Usyk is a he's a unique guy, man. The guy again, it's like Fury, a guy that big that moves like that. Like it's it's a very interesting thing to see. Yeah, um, and like, smart, really smart boxer. You know what I mean. I was going to say, and like going against somebody like Fury would be a cool fight or Joshua or, you know, I don't know what the hell Wilder's doing because he's been yapping about, again, this weekend about the whole, did, did you, you see the see video? That? Yeah. Um, Can we it, talk about that for a minute? Yeah. He's, a, he's right, so this dude pulling is out not, all the excuses. <laughs> this dude is out of his mind. <laughs> I did like that. I mean, that dude is, is lost. Like he's off his rocker. I, th- I mean, like, I don't, I, I really think he had it. They in. a dent in his skull. Yeah. The shape of an egg weight? Like, bro, what are you talking about? I, I, like I said. Like, he's talking about, like, oh, he was cheating. Like, first of all, all right, look at it. So, I don't know if you've seen, like, all these conspiracy theory videos that have, have been put up about. The only, thing, the only thing that's I've seen that has led me to believe anything, and it hasn't really, I thought that he was saying – Fury didn't have his glove on all the way yeah. and that he was making like a fist on the side. So he was hitting a little bit more clean instead of having like the padding. That was the yeah. only thing I saw that I was like, Oh, that might be true. But other than that, like they checked the gloves, they check everything beforehand. So to say that he has like some object in there or whatever he was talking about, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So um, again, like for these idiots that were actually spending a lot of time editing and making these YouTube conspiracy theory videos where they like, they freeze frame it and they show like Fury's glove is like, yeah, like off to the side like this. And they're like, yeah, look, his fist is at the bottom of the glove. Um, one, even in those pictures that they show on those gloves, because they're laced up mm-hmm. in the palm, you could see in between the laces and you can see the tape that is around his fucking his wrist. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you've ever watched Tyson Fury fight before at all, you know that he doesn't throw these solid shots every shot. Sometimes he'll touch you up, mm-hmm. right? So he does what we call pawing, 
right? Like he'll pause some of his shots and then come something fierce. So all of the freeze frames they got were shots of, of Fury doing that pawing, paw, 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 and then he'll come with something straight. So they're catching him in the middle of him, like paw, like palming him. Yeah. Like they're almost like these slaps, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of fighters do it. A lot of fighters that, um, uh, that are quick and mm-hmm. like boxers, a lot of them do that where they'll, they'll paw just to touch a guy up to get him to move his hands or to set up other shots. A lot of guys do this. He's not the only one. Um, and so there's that, like you could, you could see where the tape was. So you couldn't see a knuckle in the laces. Mm-hmm. And that'd be idiotic. Like then like they showed that any of the other shots that he's throwing that miss if his fist was at the bottom of the glove and he throws a shot and misses, that glove is going to slide, start sliding and flipping all yeah. over the place, right? If, so if his fist is here and the glove is up here, it's going to bounce, it's going to float around because there's yeah. nothing in the glove, right? Then Wilder's saying, oh, he's got an egg weight. All right, so um, I guess he was saying he was holding an egg weight in his fist. I think he was saying that, or I, I couldn't understand what he was saying. Like, I couldn't picture what he was saying he was i thought he was saying he was either holding something like this or he had something at the top yeah. and like they said they're like that like the guy who came out at the end was like I, I that's not he's like that's not realistic like we check everything before you go out there and like even if he did like i don't even understand how you would do that but like i, I you know, go ahead but like <laughs> well that, that's another thing so again like any way that doesn't work with uh what they were talking about with the gloves um, like falling over to the side and stuff. Um, because again, like if, even if he had it, like say he had an egg white a, or egg weight taped in to his um, uh, knuckles, right. Taped over his knuckles or he was holding it either way. That means the glove is empty. And every time he missed a shot, the glove would wave all over the place. Right. It, it means that he would never be able to land a solid, straight shot yeah. without the glove like falling all over the place yeah. i don't even know how you would keep the glove on yeah you know what i mean so none of that makes sense to me um and uh it, so <laughs> so he was saying uh he had a dent in his skull and i i saw someone like on instagram or something you know they were making a joke and they were like I, you know I don't know how even he could have a dent in his skull unless his skull is made of aluminum. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have a dent in your skull, man. That means that you like you, you have brain damage. Like, yeah. That's what they- Go ahead. Showing he, he had a dent there, it's like, bro, they, that's not how bones work. Yeah. Bones don't form like that. Like if it gets pushed into a certain point, it's breaking. Yeah. And then your bones poking into your brain, like that's how it Maybe works. He's talking about his his temple, and he thinks that's a dent. Yeah. He just doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, like, Everything that he was talking about. And then he's talking about, um, you know, he's like doing all these, you know, Bible verses and talking about a thief. And so it's like, dude, what are you ta- like? The guy's lost his fucking mind. Well, I think right? I was going to say, and we, we talked about this last week. He came up fighting, no, like just people who, you know, weren't great. And he's saying old school boxing, tomato what was cans. It? That's what they used to call him in the old school boxers. They, they say he's fighting tomato cans. Yeah. So like, you're fighting against tomato cans and 
you self-proclaim yourself as like the next, you know, Mike Tyson, Ali, heavyweight, whatever you want to call yourself. And then you actually come up against real talent. And then he pulled out every fucking excuse in the book. And like the first time, you know, he should have lost the first fight. It shouldn't have been a draw. Like the only thing that kept him in that fight was a knockdown. If he didn't have the knockdown, he would have lost. And then the second fight, which I went back and watched again the other day after we talked about it, um, he was getting mauled. Like, it was literally just the entire fight. Like, and then, like... Fury gave him a boxing lesson. And then, like, he he said the first... I think it was the first fight, right? He said his costume was too heavy and it tired his legs out. That was the second fight? Yeah. So, first off, he said the costume was too heavy and it tired his legs out. Then he said that um, Wilder had... Or uh, Fury had his hand down the glove. And then he said he was holding an egg weight. And then he said he had the dentist... And, and did you see he also said that his the the trainer that he fired spiked yeah. his water with muscle muscle relaxer? <laughs> no, this dude, this dude is out of his fucking mind, man. Well, I think he's someone I, needs to check on him. He's it, out of his mind. It could be like a very like in all seriousness, it could be like a case of just like delusion after like something like this happens, or just like a almost like a PTSD type thing where he's just kind of yeah, like going crazy. You up telling you're, you're the best, and it's like, yeah, I mean, you could hit hard, no doubt. But I mean, you can't box. Yeah. And you're in boxing. You're and in like him. his, you know, they showed the, I, what led me to watch the fight again was us talking about it. And then I saw a video the day of when he came, well, when did he come out with that? It was like a few days ago, right? Yeah, Where he yeah, said yeah. that Wilder. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, there was a video of when his trainer threw the towel into the fight. And he was like, why the fuck did you do that? Like, why'd you do that? He was like stumbling all over the place. Saying like, oh, and why'd you do that? Like, when when the when he he threw in the town, he came to the corner. He's like, why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. You see that his trainer telling him, you're you got blood coming out of your ear. Yeah, like we got we got to say you, you got blood coming out of your ear. You're gonna die, stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, he's an idiot. And like, I think like, at that he, point, like, he thought in his in his dumb head that he had a chance to win that fight. Yeah, I don't know. Is that what he's trying to tell himself? Well, I think I think at that point, you you tell yourself if you just get that one punch that you could still win, but. It was just one of those where it just didn't. I don't think it mattered. You're gonna throw one, and yeah. at that point, you were just getting beat all from corner to corner to corner. You know what I mean, yeah. so I've never, yeah. I've never heard like, I've never heard a fighter. I mean, I haven't. Maybe you have, but like a fighter that's thrown that many excuses after a loss like that, like in that, in at his level, like at his level of like being. I, I mean, look, I've seen guys be delusional, right? Like they're so confident that even when they lose, clearly. Like Adrian Broner, like yeah. <laughs> when he lost to Pacquiao and came out and he's like, "Man, the hood knows I won that fight." It's like, nah, bro, even <laughs> like the hood is like, "Come on, bro." <laughs> so yeah. like I've seen guys like he's been be, delusional since he lost his first fight. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I've seen guys be delusional, but this this stuff, this is something like this is another level. Like I I, I think you know again like he maybe he's losing his mind. Like there's. Or maybe he's still got people in his team still telling him, like, dude, you, you know, there's no, it's, it's unfair. Like, there's no way that you should have lost that fight. Like, something else had to be present. Like, it could be that. It could be people keep pumping him up. Like, no, yeah, man. Yeah, yes, man, in your corner. Be you, you know, who knows? Yeah. And I think That's with something like that, it's, it's nutty, crazy talk. Yeah. And I think with something like that, you have to eventually, because, you know, you don't know who to believe. 
in those scenarios because I don't have the information and like I'm just reading it but like there was also the the, inf- the talk about the rematch and how he's that's what he I think that's what he was saying about the bible verses he yeah. was like oh be a man of your word like give me the rematch like give me you know like I gave you the rematch when I didn't have to or something like that when he draw like it was a draw so he kind of had to like there wasn't really a choice yeah. there he didn't then, win yeah and then <laughs> I heard I heard that Fury like tried to offer them the rematch and they didn't respond and then like it got pushed back because of the virus and then the rematch clause like expired so they decided to move on and then you know i think he's just realizing that like like if he doesn't get that fight i don't think he's gonna get anything else (laughs) you know like i don't know what else there is for him like that people are gonna watch again unless uh, like the only other big thing for him is the joshua fight which they were talking like that was a huge thing when both Joshua and Wilder were undefeated. Um, it died down a little bit when Joshua lost to Ruiz. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, now Joshua is on a path to fight Fury. So Fury's going to, Fury just, I think he, they just got the fight um, agreed upon. He's going to fight, I don't even know the dude. Um, Fury or Wilder? Yeah, Fury's going to fight some dude oh. in, in December. Uh, um Joshua is going to fight um, uh, the Russian dude in December. And then they both win those fights. Joshua and Fury are supposed to fight in the spring. Cool. So I don't know where that leaves Wilder, uh, except for waiting out whatever happens between those. And then maybe because he's still kind of got a name, maybe he can get in with a winner of Fury, Joshua. Yeah. But either way, I think he loses. Because one, I think Fury wins the Joshua fight. Because I, I I just think he's too good of a boxer, um, and there's way too much size and range and IQ. But say Joshua does get that punch in there, knocks Fury out, wins. I think Joshua is a, a he's a hundred times better than Wilder is as a boxer. I always thought that. I, I, I don't think he's for Wilder either way. Well, like I think I think what happened here is I and I seriously think this way it might might have happened was wilder realized like he's getting like the scraps now and he's trying to i mean the only thing you can really do there is try to like like reclaim your spot and try to beat fury again or if he thinks he has a better idea but i I mean a third like after seeing a third fight and i agree i think fury's a better fighter than joshua but i think joshua's got like kind of like that athleticism that like fury doesn't have so that could he could that could help him um but like I think it's like Fury Wild or Fury uh, Joshua, and then like Wilder. So then it comes down to the fact of like who like who wins that fight, and then it's like all right, maybe they he can get. Um, but that's like two or three fights, so he's gonna have to go out there and fight somebody else because he's and, not gonna. And like like we were we were talking about Usyk earlier. Usyk is in line now for one of these belts. And I guarantee you, Wilder's going to be like that piece. Like he's going to be yeah, that. But, but so we got it. So Wilder may not even be his. So after Joshua and Fury fight, either of them might immediately um, go for a fight with Usyk. I can see that. Well, I can right? see a scenario and like. But, a- but so say say even if the Usyk camp gives wilder a chance like okay let's, right, yeah. let's, since we're waiting out fury joshua and we want something big in the meantime say wilder gets a fight with Usyk, he loses that fight too that's what he, I mean. <laughs> like 
If Usyk moves his head, he moves too well to get hit with any of those looping, long-ass punches that Wilder... So I, I don't see a scenario in which Wilder gets back into the, the heavyweight championship talk. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't, He has it at this point. Right? Well, I think, I think what's going to happen now, like I said, Wilder's realizing this. He's going to become like that... Uh, like he's turn, he's going to turn into that boxer that people end up using to get to their next step. Like, uh, I don't know a good name, but like, you know, like in the heavyweight division right now, he's a name still people know him. He's an American. So like people are going to support him. Um, so like he is going to be like the Wilder versus Usyk and then Joshua versus Fury knowing damn well, he doesn't stand a chance versus any of those three. And it's going to be like the big fight to make some money and then get to that next step. And then it's going to be like scraps from there. It's going to be like, all right, who does, who lost between Fury and Tyson or Fury and Joshua. And then who fought or lost between winner of Fury and Joshua and then Usyk. And then it's going to be whoever lost that's going to fight Wilder or Wilder slips in there somehow. But like, like you said, I think if he fights, he's at the point now where I could easily see his, what is his record? He's something in one. Hold on. Yeah, one. Forty-nine and one. Forty-nine, one and one. Forty-nine. Forty. Forty-two and one. And oh, 40. one. Oh, Forty-two, yeah. one and one. I think. Let me check. Yeah, he's got forty-four fights. Forty-two wins. One and one. He lost, and then his a tie. So. He could easily go from 42 1 and 1 to 42 4 and 1 <laughs> in his next four fights. And not yeah. even like that would be a massive drop off, too. Like that would be, I mean, maybe it's a drop off, like a massive drop off. But I think everybody saw it, but that would be huge. Another scenario, though, that they, they could go to try to build Wilder back up is have him fight some of these young heavyweights that are these heavy hitters like Daniel Dubois or that Nigerian dude, F.A. Ajagba or whatever his name is. Um, Because they're both undefeated, got a ton of knockouts, right? I think Daniel Dubois, I think all of his wins are from knock by knockout. Um, But so maybe get Wilder in there with one of those young guys to sort of like say, oh, look, okay. He's still, he's still up there. He's still, he knocked out this young, this up and coming young guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's like, do these young guys want to risk a loss at this point? Cause yeah. their undefeated record in knockouts is what's going to get them in the, the conversation to fight for the heavyweight championship. Yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know. I mean, I just don't see a scenario in which Wilder is ever going to be heavyweight champion again. Yeah, I, I don't. And I think so that, he, like I said, he's going to end up turning into like that. Where's that? He lives in Alabama. Okay. The cost of living is really low there. I say he takes all the money that he, he's made, is smart, like starts a business and lives his life out in Alabama. Because the boxing thing ain't for him. You know what I mean? Maybe open a gym. You know what I mean? The bronze bomber gym. You know what I mean? And Maybe do something like that, but I, I don't think he's going to be champion again. I don't. Yeah. I don't see it either. And like I said, I had a tough time seeing it before. It just, I, like I said, I don't think he fought anybody that was real. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there were there were belts just like hanging up in like. That's how boxing is. There's just belts for every like, day. Put this bum, and you get this belt, and <laughs> that, 
that's how he became champion. Yeah. He didn't really fight anyone. Yeah. Again, his toughest test before Fury was Luis Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And he, he beat him twice, but those were tough fights for him. And I, I mean, before that, it was nothing, nobody, but no one. Yeah. So, uh, like, the, I think, you know, we'll see what happens moving forward, but I think he ends up turning into a pawn piece. He's used to make some better stuff. I'm trying, like, I can't think of like a, like a Broner is like that type of person. Like, I, I almost see them in the same light where, like, you know, Broner was big and then he fell off when he started getting in his own head and not listening to anybody and thinking he was already like a Floyd Mayweather and he wasn't. Um, he lost to Maidana and then he lost to, um, he lost to Ricky Garcia. He yeah. lost to Jesse Vargas. Yep. And he lost to Pacquiao. Yep. And like, he was still that name that was still like recognizable as like, Oh, Broner, like, you know, he still got the, you know, he could win. Like he very easily could win, but damn, damn well, you know, he's not going to win. Like he says the same thing every fight. He stands there like this, he throws one or two punches and he backs up and he goes like this again. And like, um, you know, like that could be Wilder's new position in boxing could be just the, he's got a name. He's good enough. There's a, he could win factor. Let's just put him in the fight and see what happens from there. Then he loses four or five in a row, and then he's out of boxing. You know, it's just like nobody wants to fight him anymore. And like, I don't know if Broner is ever going to fight again. I, don't, I think he's arrested or he's in jail. He's not having a comeback. So. He what? But the difference, big difference between Broner and Wilder is that Broner can actually – he is boxing talent. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just with him, it's – I don't know, attitudes, you know, emotional, like whatever issue you've got, it's not – a boxing problem. Yeah. Like, get boxed. He can fight. No, he's good. And like, that's what not boxed. When Wilder he started losing, that was one of the, yeah. When he was started losing, it was one of the most like frustrating and weird things I ever seen because like he is one of those dudes that has so much skill and so much potential and like he just doesn't like it's almost like he doesn't want to move like he doesn't want to take the risk of getting hit. And like, yeah, I, I think that he was a little maybe damaged by the Maidana fight. Like, but it seemed like before that, it seemed like as he was getting into that fight, like, and that was the first time I kind of saw it was when he got into that Maidana fight. He was really just like, he like he doesn't throw punches. Like he 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 only throws like a couple, and then like, you know, only when he got pressed is when he was throwing punches. Like, yeah, yeah. other than that, he's just standing there. Like he already won the fight. But yeah, I, so like again, like the Maidana fight. At or after that was the first time I started to see him be a little hesitant. Yeah. Um, that he, and he was, he's always been a, a really great counter puncher. Mm-hmm. Oh, but after the Maidana fight, it's when I started seeing him just wait for the counter. Yep. Like he wasn't always, like, he used to be an offensive fighter. Like he would go at those and overwhelm them with speed and skill and power and after Maidana, he just, it was like, he was waiting, like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and counter, and counter, and counter. And I, he thought that was going to get him victories. And it, it, it sucks because, again, like, like against a guy like Mikey Garcia, I think Mikey Garcia is a smart enough boxer to win that fight against Old Broner. Yeah. But it would have been a much uh, more interesting fight if the Old Broner, who attacked more, was there instead of the guy that we saw just letting just sitting back 
eating a bunch of punches and countering every now and then. Well, and I think because like I think Mikey Garcia is a good fighter, but like, I don't, you know, like like you just said, like, I think he's unreal. Yeah, but he's like you know, if he didn't if he didn't move up to fight Errol Spence. Yeah. Yep. And then I I haven't. What about Keith Thurman? What's that? What happened with him? Is he like? I know he fought Danny Garcia and then like he kind of like fell off from there or something like that. Like didn't he get knocked out? Well, he lost to Pacquiao. Oh, Pacquiao. Okay, that's what he fought. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always liked him, but then like he just kind of is good. But he's again, he's one of these guys that isn't like he's not the most um, technical boxer. Yeah, he he relies on his athleticism, explosiveness, and he's got he's got some power. but again, he's at welterweight, so it's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, it's Terence Crawford. He owns that division. Yeah, and is Thurman fighting and beating Crawford? No, no. There's no universe that exists where that is a possibility. So I, I, don't, I don't like. Again, there are other guys, you know. You know, Danny Garcia. I mean, look at Errol Spence. Uh, Keith Thurman wants to get in there. Uh, uh, Errol Spence has a fight coming up, um, but uh, it's like those two guys. It's it's Errol Spence and Bud Crawford, and the rest of those guys: Danny Garcia, Thurman, Porter. All those guys that fight at that weight are just gonna fight each other for scraps, I guess, because it's yeah. really, it comes down to Errol Spence and, and 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 Bud Crawford. Those are the the elite guys at that weight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Thurman is just uh, I don't know. I guess he's just waiting around. Yeah, fight like someone soon. I'm I'm assuming. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I like I always liked him, but he's yeah. What do you say? I don't know if he has anything scheduled coming up, but I always liked him, and he uh, I haven't seen him fight in a while. I haven't seen anything of him lately. I know he, he got hurt and he was healing an injury, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, uh, I think his pride was hurt too. I mean, who? I, Thurman. I think his pride was hurt. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah, Pacquiao lit him up, and he was talking a lot of shit leading up to that fight about Pacquiao's supposed to. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's true, but he's supposed to fight Connor. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I actually the last couple of days, um, I've been reading a little bit about um, Pacquiao versus Mikey Garcia being a possibility. All right, that'd be a good. That fight. would be a really good fight. Yeah. That would be a good fight. Because who wants think- to see beat the fucking shit out of Connor McGregor? Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> Like, I don't know. like if you're in a boxing ring, I don't want to see Pacquiao. Because yeah, I, I mean, Pacquiao's not Mayweather. Pacquiao might, you know, Pacquiao's a nice guy, but he'll hurt him. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, he will hurt him. And as much as as much faith as I have in us Irish people and our thick Irish skulls, <laughs> punch. I think Pacquiao will hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> I think he wants that. Do you think Floyd will come back anytime soon? Or do you think he's actually done? Listen, he's promoting. He, he's got his star fighter in, in Tank. Yeah, Davis. Yeah, As a promoter. I and I think if if Tank goes on to win some more fights and, and more belts and moves up and they sign more fighters, like uh, is, is he the, the, you know Mayweather? You know, reaching the level of like you know Golden Boy promotions. I, I think that that's his future. You know, he's already worth close to a billion dollars. Yeah. And he's just going to continue to make money promoting fights. So I don't, I don't know why he would come back. Yeah. I'm just curious to see if there's like, you know, cause I, I, he, he retires and then, you know, at least the last few years he's been like, Oh, I'm coming back. 
and like he comes well, back and again, like, and like, back for Connor was was different. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. people were like, "Oh, he wants to be fifty and all." I don't even think that was it. I was thinking, like, "Oh, I can make another yeah three hundred million dollars for beating the shit out of some dude that has no chance of beating me." Of course, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, so I think that that was a little a unique situation. I don't unless there's another three hundred million dollar fight for him to come back to. I don't I don't see why he would. Yeah, I don't know. and I think Connor had his time in the ring, so I don't. I, don't, I mean. I, I always enjoy – I like Connor just as a fighter in general, so I love seeing whatever he wants to do, whatever he, however he wants to fight. But I think he had his time in the ring. I don't think he should fight Pacquiao. I think he should just stick with what he's doing. Um, yeah. Or one of, one of the boxers should maybe take a chance and go into the UFC, but I don't think that'll work either. So. No. I, no, I, I don't – again, like I don't, I don't think crossing over on – six months notice is yeah enough. yeah it's not you know what i mean you're, you're not a boxer isn't going to go in there and learn how to defend takedowns in six months well yeah. enough to to last in there and a guy from ufc is not going to go in there and learn how to use his hands well enough in six months to the last yeah. it's just not going to happen so yeah. do you think if connor plan that maybe we should plan now right against some like really young guys like in five years we're going to have this fight and both of them are yeah. going to train like we'll have one fight in, in UFC and then one fight in the boxing ring. Both of them will have five years to train, maybe. But this getting a fight, you know, crossing over in six months, garbage. Do you think it was more of a a thing where Connor could have been better, or you know, he just didn't? I have think Connor would be a fine boxer if that's what he did. I think yeah. it would be fine. Um, again, like. Now though, again, he, if he, you know, he's at like that around that welterweight, um, you know, he'd probably fight at like 154. Mm -hmm. So even if he concentrated on boxing only, he'd have to fight guys like Errol Spence and Bud Crawford, and it just guys that have been boxing their entire lives only yeah. boxing aren't good enough to fuck with those guys. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would work out for him either. I think he'd be fine though. Yeah. I, I, think if, I think a lot of those guys um, that are that people see as good as standing up as strikers in the UFC would be fine. If boxing was all they did, mm -hmm. it'd be fine. Yeah. Cool. All right. Are there any, any fights to look forward to? There's a couple for UFC. There's, I don't know what, what there is for boxing. Yeah. The, well, the big one Saturday is Devin Haney and Yuri Okus Gamboa. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were fighting. All right. The big fight because of names, Haney is up and coming. Gamboa is a former champion. Yeah. But Gamboa is about to be 39 years old, or he is 39, just turned 39, I think. Um, so is that looking like a Haney? Haney's just going to box the shit out of him for 12 rounds. And it's one of these fights where it's like, look, Haney's going to fight a big name so we can fight another big name after. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Haney decision. I, I think he, he might even shut him out. And like, and like I, I could see Haney taking a couple rounds off, like in the middle of the fight. Mm hmm. Maybe he gives away two or three rounds, but, but I think it's it's Haney in the landslide decision. Right. He's cool. too good of a boxer, and he's got he's too physical for a guy that's thirty nine years old, way past his prime. Um, Gamboa did show his heart in the Tank Davis fight, mm -hmm. um, so he's not going anywhere. He'll be in there the whole twelve rounds, but I just I don't. He just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. So it's, I think, I think that's, that on, uh, is, I'm assuming that's not a pay-per-view. That's uh the zone. The zone. Okay. 
I'm about to check that out. I have to check out that stuff. They're going to have good fights like that. Um, it, it, listen, it's actually worth get like it's 20 bucks a month for the yeah. zone. And if they show one good fight a month, usually a pay-per-view is like, I paid $75 for the, the tank. Yeah. If you're only paying 20 bucks a month, you're getting one fight a month. I mean, zone's actually worth it. You, know? you have to pay extra for Canelo. No. Okay. So that, I would say that's, and I think Ryan Garcia is on there too, right? Yep. Well, I'm have to check it out. Yeah. UFC. We got uh, this weekend. There's a cool fight. I don't know. If that's a good fight. It's a cool fight. It's uh, this guy, Tiago Santos versus Glover Teixeira. Teixeira is kind of like this veteran in UFC. And then Tiago Santos, do you know, have you heard of him? Yeah, I know. Those guys. Yeah. He's got the big Thor hammer on his chest. Um, I think he's going to handily win that, but he's kind of like an up and coming dude. Um, Glover Teixeira is just like a experienced fighter, just like a name. I think just kind of that same thing. Um, Andre Arlovsky is fighting. I think he's going to win. Um, the weekend after that is that's we can talk about that then, but we got uh Khabib's like up and coming person, like his uh part of his camp, his name's Islam Makayev, and he's uh he's supposed to be like not the next Khabib, but just like Khabib's like under what do you call it? Okay. Uh, apprentice, apprentice type thing. Um he's fighting Rafael dos Anjos and he should uh he should win that fight and then 255 on November 21st um, is going to be some good fights. They got Valentina Shevchenko. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's filthy. She's like just one of these brawlers in the UFC for women. And she's just like killing people. Just like she's a champion right now. So she's going to, uh, I'm pretty sure she's a champion right now or she's trying to, I think she is, but she's got Jennifer Maya. She's going to win that fight probably handily. And then, um, Devison Figueredo, I think is how you pronounce it, um, versus Alex Perez. Um, obviously, we can talk about that more, but uh, some good fights for UFC. Um, most of them, the Tiago Santos versus Teixeira is on ESPN Plus, if you have that, or ESPN2, actually. It's UFC Apex, um, but also on ESPN Plus. And then the Islam Makayev, Makayev, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, I um, was also on UFC fight night with uh, Dos Anjos. Um, so those are going to be good fights. There's just some good, like smaller fights coming up. The last fight of the year was supposed to be a lot better. So, and I'm pretty sure there might be one more in um, this year. I'm not sure if there is for UFC. Cause there was supposed to be Usman was supposed to fight towards the end of the year. And I forgot he was supposed to fight, but for some reason he backed out and said he needed more time to get ready. Um, so they canceled it. It was supposed to be in December, but I'm sure they're going to fill that with something. Um, so there should be like a nice big fight towards the end of the year and then ready for the next year. Just try to get some good fights going in the next year. Hopefully there's some good boxing. Hopefully there's some, and you said that Fury and uh, Joshua are both supposed to fight in December. Yeah. They're both fighting in December. Um, and then they're supposed to fight each other in the spring. If they both get past these guys, which I, I think both of them should. All right, cool. So in the next couple of weeks, man, we're you know we'll get into it. But November twenty eighth, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, Ryan Garcia is uh, fighting in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, so there. Yeah, we'll have a we'll, we'll plenty plenty to talk about in the coming weeks. And it, uh, 
um, finish out the year. Bunch I of forgot people. about Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. I forgot yeah. about that. That's yeah. exciting. And there, there have been a lot of like um, boxing guys coming in, like giving their predictions, and it, it's it's heavily in favor of Mike Tyson killing Roy Jones. Well, that's what I've seen. I've seen a lot of good on Tyson's side and not so much on jo- Roy Jones. Yeah, because it, I, their styles would have been – and, again, we'll, we'll talk about this in the, in the coming weeks, especially the week before, but their styles in their primes would have been interesting to see clash. Yeah, because Roy Jones uh, Jr., he was the famous for – Mike Tyson's style uh, ages well. Yeah. Right? Roy Jones' style does not age well. Yeah. Roy Jones' style has always been predicated – uh, upon his athleticism, which is no longer there. Mike Tyson's style is based solely on trying to kill uh, someone. <laughs> well, well, no, it's, it's, it's technique that yeah, will yeah. work, right? Yeah. It's not getting hit and using your body to throw the, you know, land these power punches and that ages well, because you yeah. can do that when you're 60 years old, you can't be quick and jump in and out and move your head and leave your hands down when you're you're in your fifties, Roy uh, Jones was one of my favorite fighters on Fight Night. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he could just go just like this all day, yeah, yeah. Yeah. dodge everything. Like honestly, in his prime, he was like a, a video game fighter. It's it, it was amazing, but it's not it's not it's not a good look when you're fifty one. Yeah. it's not because I see him on the the pads, and you know his his trainer is pumping him up like, oh look at this speed, and it's like, no, bro, you look like you're fifty. <laughs> <laughs> It's not good. So, yeah, well, yeah. I'm excited to talk about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, plenty to talk about in the coming weeks. Some big fights. So, all right, cool. So, yeah, we got this weekend. We got. Uh, was there a boxing match this weekend? You said or no? Yeah, De- yeah, Devin. Oh, the Haney. Okay. Yep. So, what, what's your prediction for that Haney? Haney decision. I'll Haney. go Haney. Yep. Just because Jake's saying Haney, but then I'm gonna go Tiago Santos. I'm gonna say uh, should be a five round fight. So I'm gonna say a third round TKO. Of Glover Teixeira, I yeah, you know what, and I, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and give a prediction too because I've seen okay. Teixeira fight and I, he hasn't impressed me ever. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Santos. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. We got it. I was uh when I went to I did my first jujitsu tournament in uh, March in Ooh. Albany. Um, it's called Naga N A G A, and uh, he was there, and I, Glover Teixeira was there because I think he had some fighters. I think he has a gym up here. Um or somewhere close to where I am. But um, I was standing next to him and I was like, he looks fucking familiar. I was like, where have I seen this dude before? And then like, I, I saw the Teixeira on his name and I was like, is that Glover Teixeira? And then like, I looked it up and I was like, fuck, that's Glover Teixeira. If you can John, John Jones. <laughs> like, that was pretty cool. But it was just cool to kind of like be, like see him. And I was like, damn, he looks fucking familiar. He had a yeah. good gym. His fighters were good. Um, all right, cool. So anything else, anything for the rest of this for today? Don't no, cover a lot. Yeah. Twice this weekend. All right. Cool. Um, so this weekend, if you have any prediction, let any predictions, let us know. Um, we'll be back next week. We're going to plan to talk about this Tyson stuff. I'm actually excited now because I forgot about that entire yeah. thing. So we're definitely yeah, talking about that. Watch a bunch of old Tyson and Roy Jones now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.